0: It's me, it's me, it's that N to the T to the G, rolling once again with that BTWB Big Trouble with Bishop taking up the whole screen and I'm Nicky the Good and we are the Meat Pop Express brother and we're here for yet another jam-packed episode of excitement of pure, unadulterated. what is it, what is it Ben, what the hell are we man? Sports entertainment! Sports entertainment! And we'll get into him later I'm sure. Yes we sure
1: will. I'm Big sure. news.
0: Speaking of big man, we had a big weekend, Ben. We were all over the place. We were actually separated. We were separated as a tag team in the world of podcasting in the world of media and professional wrestling with yourself. What did you get into this weekend?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, we were attacking, we were all over the country. We're over we, we are. We are nationwide, the me pop express. So I was uh, once again in the Chicago land area, uh, two weekend, two weekends in a row defending by windy city, professional wrestling heavyweight title, not house. once, not once, but twice. Windy city has been around since about 1988. I think, um, some guys used to go to Christopher Daniels, somebody that, he, that went through there. Now, I'm the one holding their title currently, and I needed to pull double duty. First match of the night, last match of the night, had the people on their feet, 2-0, and oh, and I walked away with that big gold right
0: over this bronze shoulder baby. They clearly wanted to keep the big oh, this- man, the big man on the screen because they know that you're the only reason why people bought tickets. They yeah.
1: know. They know. I I they heard know. people there. They were ch- they were chanting for the meat Pop Express. They were holding up six foot twelve signs. Some kid asked me, "Isn't that just seven foot?" I said, "Kid, go learn math. Get away from me." Uh, but we had some great meat sticks there. Sarah, Eric. Followers of the pod, I gave them some merch. They got Eric got a meat pop express hats. sour got a big trouble. Ben Bishop made for TV exclusive yeah. tea Woo. So we love our meat sticks. So it was happy to happy to see them. Now Nick, what'd you get into? Yeah, on the you, East
0: Coast, dude, brother, I was everywhere, man. I was at the wrestling showcase in the mecca of professional wrestling, Machuca, New Jersey, and in Matt Cardona and step Delanda took home the inaugural Premier Streaming Network World Championships of the Absolute Universe. It was a crazy show. I was. I, I was mixing it up with the fans I was interviewing some fans I got some hot takes uh, but, but, but the most thing that I'm taking about this is just we are just we're just collecting these damn credentials left and right like there isn't a promotion that doesn't want to have the Meat Pop Express there and we are you could take this to the bank you could throw it on a t-shirt whatever we are the credential collectors brother because that's what we're going to be doing the most credentialed professional wrestling journalists in all of media you saw it here first now listen it was, a, it was a great show. Premier put on a great – it was a great event. Um, listen, it, it was in Michusha, New Jersey. Big-ass warehouse. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the fans were pretty right They were all in good spirits, and the show was really good. Colt Cabana actually couldn't make it because of some travel issues. They ended up having like, this sick three-way to close out the show. Um, Steph DeLanner just was, like, flipping everyone off and telling them to go fuck themselves. That was pretty much the show, really. Um, who,
1: was, who, was in the, who was in the match with Cardona?
0: it was fatu and this guy um okay. his name escapes me he's the hog he's the hog champion the Charles, uh, Charles Mason? He, yeah, I think so. He wears like a dress dress outfit. Yeah, he was. Yeah, in, like, he's got he's got
1: a good he's got he's got a hell of a gimmick.
0: Yeah, like he a looked Charles like Charles Manson type gimmick. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looked like he was going to like I don't know, like um, I don't know, like a fucking lounge or some shit in the like the yeah lowly side. No, um, those
1: that's a, that's a hell that's a hell of a main event. I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Jacob Fatu. He, bro, that's a guy. That's bro, a guy. Yeah, he's know. gonna
0: be on the big show yeah there i hope is. so i hope dude it's not a hope so dude he did one of those uh uh you know when the, our girl lacey evans used to do that thing where she she was on the top rope and she would do the she does the like the inverted flip and then does the back yeah. flip he did that this guy's got to be like, it's a, it, like two it's 65 oh like, probably like, more than that he's it's a more big than that. yeah bastard
1: and he it's did crazy. that with
0: ease he is an absolute stud of course oh, cardona yeah. a few nut shots a few powders to the outside A uh,
1: classic heel stuff Ten different
0: times getting hit with a belt um i saw over the weekend at gcw he threw his protein you know his uh his pre-workout in someone's eyes blinded him no he actually was he was de- uh, the lander he blinded the lander like it was yoko zuna at wrestlemania 9 with mr fuji um with with his uh pre-workout powder
1: are we, spo- are we sponsored by his pre-workout we're yet? not
0: but we probably can will soon probably will soon but anyway um, no yeah, jake patu
1: said? yes no he is unbelievable should be on every single company's radar the guy can do things that nobody else can do mm-hmm. i implore everybody if you want to go watch a good match him versus hammerstone from a few years back in philly um at mlw uh that a match that that easily could have been on any wrestlemania card any all-in card all out whatever you want to call it um but you know it was an mlw and that's fine but, yeah, Jacob fought too. I'm happy you get to see him in person because it's a, it's it's kind of a spectacle to he, see this guy move. He's <laughs> an
0: absolute star. He looks like a star. He carries himself like a star. It's only a matter of time. And he's part of the bloodline. And he's part of the bloodline. And he's, you know what that means, brother. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, Vince is no longer the owner of WWE. That was big news. I don't think we can kind of start the show without, uh, you know, acknowledging Vinnie Mac. We got a little bit more Vinnie Mac, uh, you know uh content coming in later in the show but i mean i just think we should touch on that for a little bit like vince mcmahon is no longer the owner of wwe that's crazy to even say out loud
1: it really is i mean how long has he been the owner over over 40 years 40 40, 50 years almost um now we're in an era where vince mcmahon is really no longer the boss mr mcmahon is no longer the overlord over professional over professional wrestling he's still the man he's still gonna have input we know that you know he's gonna be he's gonna be having input he's still the the executive chairman of Endeavor or whatever title they gave him or something so he still has got a prestigious title I think he's like one notch below Ari Emanuel
0: I got a question for you do you think that Vince sold the company because he just figured it was time to sell the company or is just just like listen man I just don't want anybody else to have this thing unless it's I game. think it's I think it's I think it's a little of both
1: but I think it's more the latter. I think he just wants he's like, you know what? No, I don't want anybody else to have this. You know, our buddies, you know, with the rub shoulders with the elite, right? He's rubbing shoulders with the the top of the top in any type in entertainment. So he's like, hey, why don't I sell it off to this big conglomerate? Hey UFC's enormous now. You know why don't we just team up and have this one giant entertainment conglomerate, like sports entertainment conglomerate? Because UFC is a little sports entertainment. Yeah. It is. No, it is. It, Everybody it's for says sure. it has a, it has an aspect. We'll get into that as well. But yeah, I think Vince just eventually was just like, hey, you know what? Let's sell this off. Sell it to somebody. I I. He's you know he's getting he's getting older see how much i can make i think and i think vince it's not about the money it's more about like look what i just did look at the deal i just right got. like, like he, you know? i feel like
0: he you know he's probably saying to himself, listen vince is gonna live he's healthy as fuck that guy mm-hmm. he's dying his hair he's got the mustache he's putting oh on. my god he's 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 cha- every time i see him i'm like he just looks like a different person but i guess mm-hmm. what happens when you're a bazillion kazillionaire Uh, but Vince ain't going anywhere anytime soon. At least I don't think so. No,
1: so he'll still be involved. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, he, he's going to be around, he's going to be doing his thing. And really, I just don't think he wants anyone to ever have full ownership over his baby. That was in within pro wrestling. I think he Mm -hmm. wants to give it away so no one can have what he his creation and i really Definitely. think that's what it comes down to because when you have his type of money you don't even need more money you're just doing shit because you're bored like at that it's point. just a power it's a power, it's a power, power move brother. brother it's a power move yeah so um but let's get on with the actual show here so listen pro wrestling for the past few weeks has been pretty crazy we had the cm punk stuff we had all out we had wembley we had payback we had you know we unfortunately lost some some of uh you know some wrestlers um you know with bray wyatt and terry funk um with you know it was very crazy two weeks for wrestling but i feel like that now we're, we're at least like breathing a little bit but we still got to come with the hot takes ben we still got to come with these hot takes so let's kick off the show with takey Too hottie it's where we talk about the hottest takes in pro wrestling whether we see all them on the internet or they're our own hot takes and ben as usual tag your in hot tag yeah, something I saw on the internet. We'll start
1: off with this. And this is from um, last night, NXT, Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton. I'm right. seeing the internet is saying Becky Lynch is burying Tiffany Stratton. I don't – That that here's the, here's the first thing I'm going to say. Most wrestling fans, you don't know what the term buried means. You don't. You don't. Learn the term. Just because you lose – listen, just because you lose does not mean you're buried. Let's take a look at Tiffany Stratton. Just well, just look at Tiffany Stratton. Yes, you know, I have to, I have. there's nothing else. There's nothing else that needs to be said. A- any any warm blooded American male has looked at Tiffany
0: Stratton. I and looked at her very off, closely, sure. but I so, am married. I just want to say
1: that exactly. Yes, so I'm, not, I'm so They're Tiffany
0: married. So Tiffany, unfortunately for you, sorry, Tiffany, Ben Kim, and I, sorry. We are we're off the available. market. We're we are not market. available.
1: So sorry. But is she is she not Nick? And we can we can confidently say is she not the poster of what WWE wants? Hundred percent. As as a female talent, she is athletic. She's an at she's a college athlete, super athletic. Obviously, she's gorgeous. She's got she's she's in incredible shape. So believe me when I tell you, T- Tiffany Stratton is not being buried by any means. WWE has big plans for Tiffany Stratton. Now I I don't have the insider knowledge of it, but I know for a fact just looking at her and what she has done, and she was put in the ring with Becky, and she hung she hung with Becky. That's huge. That's big. So give it time. Tiffany Stratton will be a big star within the next year or two.
0: Yeah, man. I, I Bigger than she already is. Bigger than she already listen, is. Listen, she's got charisma. She's got the look. You know, she she, like we said, she's everything you could possibly want from a WWE superstar. Listen, just look at her. She's not going anywhere. You're not going to bury her. If you're in the room with, if you're in the ring with Becky Lynch, you're probably not getting buried. You're probably in there for a reason. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just the way it happens. Getting buried, to me, is like, and I'm not in the business, but it's like, you just disappear or you just lose to someone who should absolutely not be losing to. Guess what? She shouldn't be beating Becky Lynch. Under no circumstances should be should she be, be beating Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch headlined the WrestleMania at WrestleMania 35, mm-hmm. and she left with the title. So, yep. what are we talking about? You, like, she should. Uh, you know what would be crazy if she beat Becky Lynch, because you know what everyone would be saying: WWE is burying Becky Lynch. They don't want. They're just kicking it to the yep. curb now. No, 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 shut your mouths.
1: You no, know, it's it's the right. It's the it was the right move. Becky, a little more eyes on NXT. Becky yep. Lynch is the champion now. She finished the story there. Now mm-hmm. she's the last of that of that group that to win the NXT title. It's fine. Tiffany, like Tiffany Stratton
0: ain't going nowhere. Yep. And for me, I got for me with the hot take this may ruffle some feathers, but I'll say it. Ryback was right. (laughs) Feed me more. The big guy was right. He came out this morning. I roll over in bed and I look at the old TikTok or the Instagram and I see a little reel with my man Ryback doing the old green screen gimmick with you know, retirement with the CM Punk picture in the background. And he starts off with the old bait and switch move where he starts off talking about thanking CM Punk for his career. And then he just, the big man just drops it on us. And he's like, nah, 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 nah. Clearly, like I did not take 20 years off your career. Every place that you went, you were mm-hmm. a problem. You were causing issues. And listen, I agree with Ryback here because listen, listen, Ben we're adults we're not like some young like 18 20 year olds with a podcast we're we're in our 30s and we have a thriving podcast okay right. and and with and with that said we know if in life if you see a common denominator that has a problem with everybody else Chances are that person is the problem. And now that Phil CM Punk is, I guess, out of wrestling again, I think we can say that maybe Ryback, I don't know the guy, I don't know the behind the scenes stuff, but I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt that CM Punk was not that easy to work with. I'm just going to say it. That's I, think, I think you're
1: not really, you're not really going out on a limb here, no. Nick. Um, you know, it's, it, I, I've been one to say, and I've been open about it, that um, every interaction I've had with CM Punk, it's only been two times, it's been nothing but pleasant. Yeah. Um, but again, I never worked with him. I never officially was working with him as as a peer. So I don't know. I don't know what he's like to work with. There's a common denominator here, and we see what it is. And some and Punk's a
0: big star, so he, you know. And and guess what? To get to the top of the mountain, you got to be like that to an extent. You have to. Yeah, but of course. But but the but the the big guy. The big guy's been saying this now for about 10 years. And so I'm starting to think maybe the big guy has, you know, maybe there's a little bit of weight to what he's saying now.
1: Okay. I'm sure. And and I've heard I've heard good things about about Ryback as a person from from other friends. Everyone has different different um, opinions about Ryback. But, um, you know, like like we said, there's smoke where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. So he, he's, he, there had to be something right. And he was saying it for, he was saying it for years, but people didn't want to believe him because of the star power of CM Punk and because of the reputation. And Punk was Ryback. also
0: at like the height of Punk at the time. Exactly. Like it wasn't like he was just involved with, with CM Punk around like now. Right. Like no, mm-hmm. Punk was at the top of the mountain. Imagine yeah. trying to like you're you know, Ryback who was a top seller, who was, Everyone was chanting, feed me more, all that stuff throughout the, Mm -hmm. you know, throughout the arenas. He still couldn't get past the fact that, you know, when it comes to he said, she said, bottom line is CM Punk was in the conversation and he was an Mm -hmm. absolute top guy. And that is indisputable. He was one of the biggest draws that they had in terms of like, hey, why are you coming to the arena? CM Punk, you looked in the crowd, you saw you saw the best in the world shirts, just the way it was. But right now I'm going to say. Ryback was right. That's my hot take and that's a spicy Ryback one. Ryback was right. And that's a spicy one. So, that's a t-shirt. That's and a t-shirt. It, that is a t-shirt. He could have it though. Feed me more nutrition. Go get it. I've had it before. I've had the the chocolate Ooh. flavored protein. It's fantastic. Okay. Here we go. And yeah, and, and he uses monk fruit, brother. He doesn't use that sucralose bullshit. Wow, say you say, say.
1: What other wrestling podcast, folks? Are you getting this information? Well, from? they don't use, not, Well, they don't use protein. They don't. Not. They ain't.
0: They ain't. Using That's protein. for sure. No, know. You know that. Not what else you that. got, Ben? You got anything else? Yeah,
1: I got one more. One more thing. I wanted to talk about. This was. This was um, kind of a hot take ish, but wanted to talk about it at least. Uh, Dana White during the press conference for the big TKO stock market thing. You know, we're not a business podcast. We're not going to get into all that. But Dana White shooting down the idea that there's going to be a lot of crossover between WWE and, and UFC fans. Cause Lawrence Epstein, his COO of UFC came out and said, you know, we're hoping that UFC fans are going to tune into WWE. And you know, Dana, he's always keeping it real. He doesn't do the political BS. And he just said, Lawrence, love you. but I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't see that happening since the mid 2000s when ufc really really kind of picked up you've seen a big drop off in professional wrestling you've seen a drop off in interest in professional wrestling it, it is it is the case right because you used to you know 10 million people watching
0: sure. watch now where they know, go we're down. We're as, down. as vince we're down. Russo, we're down. russo would say where did they go bro where, where did, they go? did the other 7 million people go bro
1: exactly and here's a and here is my theory on it and it's again this is not a go out on a limb theory but ufc got popular and now all those individuals who loved watching the Attitude Era, loved the violence, you know, and the in the PG thirteen, bordering R rating, they, they're not getting that anymore from their re- from wrestling. No. They, but now they're tuning into characters like a Chuck Liddell and a Tito Ortiz and a Randy Couture and guys like that who Dana White taking a little bit from professional wrestling, turned these guys into characters. Now you got McGregor, names. you
0: got uh, McGregor and
1: Rousey and you got all these. And now, yeah. And then it continued to grow and they gave them nicknames. And now they're it's like, this is now our wrestling because now we know this is, uh, this is obviously a sport and there's actually, there's the real violence. So that's what they wanted. That's what a lot of the fans turned into. So I see what Dana is saying. And I almost agree with it. It might be, it, it might be difficult to see too much of a crossover unless you get guys like, which probably won't happen. You got guys like Brock Lesnar who are going to go over to UFC and, and make W and make WWE look even more believable. Yeah. You know, so if, if you have things like that, we're seeing guys, you know, maybe if Matt Riddle, uh, whatever happens with him, but if we see a Matt Riddle go to UFC for a fight and, and cross promote, then maybe we'll see something yeah. and people will get back into it. But as of now, I agree with Dana. I don't see much crossover between
0: the fan bases. Yeah. I mean, that I, I would agree with that. I think that the 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 days of WWE being something that you got like the frat guys wanted to come out in droves, like you need like a you need a seismic shift to happen in the entire business. And it's not gonna be happen overnight. I'd say the closest mm-hmm. thing you have to someone that would bring in that demographic is probably LA Knight right now. Like he's the guy if like, if I'm like a, mm-hmm. you know, 21 year old senior in college, you know, I would pay a ticket to go see LA night, but like the, pr- the is in the attitude era, every single act was that, and they were on the verge of our radar. Like, you know, we had a pimp, you know, going to the ring we had and, just, pimp. and just, and just a porn
1: star literally trying pimp. to
0: sell hoes. And then the next segment <laughs> had a porn star getting his dick chopped off. Like, that's just <laughs> the way things rolled back in the nineties. And that's why it's the greatest era of all time. Because like, you sure. know, that's what the people want. Um, Let's see. Let's move into the next segment because I'm a lot of hot takes. My back take was spicy as hell that was spicy, and, my, and, and dude, my my insides are burning right now. I need I need some milk and that milk is going to come in. the Yeah, go ahead. Well, you got that. I was going to say you fight, fight you got, you got, the
1: got? fight full and uh, ringside news. And oh, yes. A lot. You better credit us with that take. That's Seriously. a big take. That's spicy. So credit I'll, us. I'll, I'll say here's a
0: hot take. I'm sick and tired of being disrespected by all these pro wrestling outlets yeah. ringside. Yeah. Um, you know, you haven't you know, attributed anything to us. You know, we confirmed last night that the um, the outrunners would not be performing at the halftime show. Big and, news and big news. We confirmed that, and no one has reported that we confirmed that. Sean Rossap responded to one of our tweets. You know, which was one more than I thought he would respond from. But I would expect him to put us at the top of the total poll right now in terms of reporting. We are mm-hmm. the credential collectors okay these are real credentials I'm not making it up this is all access okay that means I could do whatever the fuck I want when I go to these shows okay so I expected to be you know and for For not, not and also here's another thing I did this weekend Ben I had the first question at the press conference after you all saw the clips I was numero uno now was there only one other media person there yes he was Mr. Wood you know who you are out there friend of the pod now But listen, I was the first person with the first question, and I asked the hard-hitting ones, right? I asked Matt about She's All That, the movie, and I asked Steph Delander about her thirst traps. That's what I do, and that's what you're going to get from us.
1: I mean, we we were going to ask the hard-hitting questions. No one has reported on anything. You're not getting the fluff. You'll never get the fluff. We're not about the fluff. We're not we're, about we the fluff. We keep it jacked. We keep it jacked. We're not about the fluff. There's nothing
0: fluffy about us. Jack stacked and fully credentialed, brother. So let's move into the yes, six-pack challenge here. This is the draft format where we bring a topic, and then we do a back-and-forth snake draft. And this week's topic, I think, is, you know, we, we said we were going to talk about it a little more. It's all about Vince McMahon. It's about the greatest moments or – you know, weird moments of of Vince's career. I guess what we enjoyed the most is something that stuck out. And that's going to be kind of going to be the theme of this one. It's going to be about Vince McMahon and the six box challenge. I did go first last time, Ben. So we're going to start off with the big man starting the match. Who was your, and I knew, and I knew I
1: was, I knew I was going first and this might, this might hurt you, Nick. I feel like this would be one you would pick. I know you posted about it recently, the life sucks and then you uh, die promo from a random promo. a random SmackDown in the year 2000 talking you no know, just classic heel stuff. Oh, uh, you're all poor and I'm rich. Life's not fair. Life sucks and then you die. And what a line from the chairman of the board, Mister McMahon. And part you know, that was when he was with the you know the McMahon Helmsley faction. Honestly, did they was that a faction? Did that faction get the most heat ever? Probably, and yeah. I mean, depressing. there was just, so I kind of had, had to. There was so, so much. He's like, hate. What
0: about the money? The money what about the money? You had the
1: stooges, you had Pat Patterson and Gerald Bristol behind up. him, Tori, beating it up. Tori, you had obviously, you had DX and you had Stephanie and. Everyone knows he married into the money, so even more to hate about him. So that is my number one, my favorite Vince McMahon moment. Life sucks, and
0: then you die. And I will say this: that is a top promo of all time, Mm -hmm. right? What a heel! And because a lot of what he said is actually true, it really, truly is. It's just like it's like, well, life's not fair. Like why don't I have why am I walk around with the small genitalia like <laughs> these are things these are actual insecurities that people have not us on the me pop express no of course not but these are real things like so and and Vince knew that and he's just just was a master orator no one cut a promo like Vince back in the day like that. And yes, life sucks and then you die. Die. One of the oh. greatest promos from Vince ever. And yeah, that that is definitely worthy of a number one pick. For me, I'm going to go with my first round pick is, man, this one's pretty pretty simple to say, but Vince tearing both quads. It's been talked about in nauseum <laughs> at the Royal Rumble. Like if you're going to do it big, you do a Vinnie Mac big. You're not going to just tear one quad. You're going to tear both. And he had to sit there in the ring, sitting down, (laughs) you know, probably just in a shit ton of pain. Like, like literally probably just has his like like blood just exploding through his leg. I've torn my pec major before. So I kind of know how that feels. It's got to be somewhat comparable, I imagine, but it's both quads. You like, and then he, and then the guy just refused to like be like carried to the back. He was like, nah, God damn it. I'm going to walk to that. And then he had to call the match and it wasn't even supposed to happen. He should have never been out there. He was gassed up on the gear, brother. Oh Dude, yeah. his his quads were just like listen, you're in your what, your sixties at that point. What are you sixties, mm-hmm. mid-late fifties? I don't know. Your body's not supposed to be doing all that gear, dude. You're not Mm-mm. supposed to be that big at that age, and he was. He was like his neck was just like popping out veins. Ah.
1: Oh, he was pissed. He was. He and came he was, down there.
0: He <laughs> was pissed, and it showed. And then he tore both quads at the same time. <laughs> Unbelievable. Triple H tore a quad. Shane McMahon tore a quad. It runs in the family. Steph, you're oh. next. All right, Ben, what do you got for your second? Careful, round Steph.
1: Pick? Be careful. Be careful. Um, <laughs> my second round pick. Now we know Vince. He, Vince did his thing as a pro wrestler. I know, but exactly the there, this is he was out there. He did. He did his thing. But man, the last could this be the last image we see of Vince really being an on-screen character? That horrible stunner cell at Mania Thirty Eight. Just <laughs> there's not much to even say about it. But he botched the stunner cell again. But you know what? You know what? That is what makes Vince. Vince. And it worked. And it almost worked. And it it worked. And I bet you he went through gorilla. He went through the curtain. Oh, i was such good shit, pal. It Dude, if ev- you look, and back, everyone's agreeing with him. If you and watch,
0: if you watch back at that stunner, you can see Austin just laugh because he's like, "I can't believe we just botched. We did this again, and it just it it was even worse than the one at the garden, like by a uh, million million percent." Oh yeah. And then you can see when Austin goes up to do the beer smash, he goes, "Mother." And he, goes, <laughs> he knew he, he knew and fact, Vince standing ovation in the back. Great job, uh, Vinnie Mac. Oh, yeah, Un- yeah. Unbelievable job. Everyone just,
1: lined up. I, I just lined up
0: down. with the salutes, you know, everything like that. Vince, thanks for saving the show. Thanks for the house. Um, <laughs> thanks for the house, Vince. For my second round pick, I'm going to go with let's see, I'm going to go with. Vince, this 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 was big for me because of the the visual that this gave me of Vince. Because you know Vince, he oversold everything. Like there wasn't just like oh sell it really good. No, Vince went over 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 the top to sell something. So for me, it's him joining the kiss my ass club mm. with Rikishi's ass. Like if you just watch that video, like they they like they get it. You know the Rock gets his you know gets his like you know the back of his hair really winds up and then just shut and vince is like
1: <sighs> and just, yep. and,
0: like legitimately like his ass like his nose was in rikishi's oh. asshole we saw a big rick we saw a big quiche too. we saw a big quiche you oh know? yeah
1: close, close personal we close saw personal. him up and close
0: and personal like his he has had vince mcmahon's nose in his ass like That's yes, just a yeah. crazy thing to say out loud, but it actually happened. And Vince McMahon did that as a billionaire. So for me, you want to see how dedicated Vince is and how much he loves this business. He, he openly put his face into Rikishi's ass.
1: He did no, and he wasn't holding back.
0: Wasn't and that's holding the thing back. about that's the thing about Vince. It, there,
1: there's the stories, you know. Vince said, like, if I'm gonna ask my talent to do certain things, I'm gonna do it, I gotta do it myself. That's and right. he had people kissing his ass, and he was like, you know what? I'm gonna go bigger than everybody, bigger just and like Vince always has. He went bigger and better, and he put his face right in that giant ass of Rikishi. <sighs> oh, what a what an image! What All right, name. round three. All right, three, my last got, pick is this is just One of the biggest power plays of all time by Vince as an owner of of a company, Um, and I really got to know how this whole conversation went at the dinner table. But him making out with Trish in front of a comatose Linda—I have that
0: on the list. I have it. Oh, I had
1: I had to steal it coming in with the sleeper pick, just absolutely mash in face with not even not even just once multiple times i don't even know how many times he did it uh but uh, how, how did that go over uh sweetie it's for the we gotta i gotta do it for tv i
0: just it's good i just picked the hottest like female diva hot. of all time and uh, i'm just gonna make out with her in front of my wife on national television in front of millions of people what but what, it's for the what? business guys
1: and he's, and you know, he's in as us as little kids were thinking about Vince is the absolute man, or just watching that, like, whew, what a legend. So that, that that rounds out my list him just mashing face, playing tonsil hockey with Trish right in front of his. Wife.
0: I'm more interested in like how he pitches the storyline. Like, that's it. Like, yeah, hey, like, like Trish, like you're going to make out with Vince tonight. Like, does he actually <laughs> tell her that, or does the writer tell her that?
1: And oh, like, hey, no, it's not just
0: going to be a kiss. It's going to be like the sloppiest, most aggressive kiss of all time. And it's going to be from the Vinnie Mac daddy, the genetic jackhammer, brother. Genetic jackhammer. All right,
1: Nick, finish this off here. Finish this
0: off. Third round pick. I'm going to say Vince um, um, orchestrates an entire plan to abduct his own daughter. Um, yep. Yep. to position himself as essentially like the higher power, wow. I believe. So, Good like, one. and then he had his daughter put on a cross uh, to be crucified. <laughs> so that will be my third round pick for Vince McMahon. Is that he wrote an actual storyline in which his daughter was abducted, where a a Undertaker cross was lit on fire in front of on his front lawn in Connecticut, and he had his own daughter abducted, and why? Just to get back at Stone Cold. Steve Austin. That's what this all was. That's what the whole thing was about. It had nothing to do with anything, but just to make sure that Stone Cold Steve Austin was not the WWF champion.
1: He, he truly would do anything. Genius. The guy would do. He anything. would do
0: anything that he would have dubbed his own dollar. Um, any um, honorable mentions for Vinnie Mac? I
1: mean, I mean, running running through. I mean, the the, the genetic jackhammer stuff was just absolutely absolutely hysterical. I loved everything with the kiss the kiss my ass club, making everybody kiss his ass on the other, on the other end of it. Um, Oh, all right, the battle, of the billionaires was a great was. It was bringing the, Donald, the yeah. all time, all time match. Shaved his head. Moment. Literally shaved, shaved his, head, his head. Shaved his head. Ball. Like he, did, he would do, he would do anything. He would do anything. I, I got, got gotta, uh,
0: I got a, he booked himself to win the Royal rumble. Yep. Of course. So yeah. that, that's, that's pretty real stuff. That's, 99. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty incredible. Um, he did stand back, stand back. The, uh, the famous clip of him doing the old dance, um, from back mm-hmm. back in the 80s um, and then also just fooling his father and into into selling him the company so that he could just destroy all the territories and create the WWE I think that was pretty sweet Um mm-hmm. But yeah, so that segment is over. And speaking of over, we're going to go into the next segment, which is actually over. Actually over is where we talk about things that happened throughout the week that really stood out to us, that really got us to pop at home because they were actually over, not some dumb mark like, oh, that guy's so over. No, this is actually over, brother. Just like us in the shades, we're over. So Ben, as usual, big trouble. Yep. Yeah, you're in.
1: It's run down the top five. I got and run it down from number five. Jade Cargill's back. Nobody looks like more like a star in AW roster than Jade Cargill. That's just a fact, Jack. There's can't argue it. She does look at her coming out there. She's dressed up. Looks like a mm. trillion bucks. Jade Cargill is now back in AW. Number four, uh, Dominic Mysterio's heat. That's over as hell. And you know, the marks they want to talk about. Oh, they turned the mic down and they pumped in the heat. No, he's getting the heat. Yes. We're watching the people stand up. Shut up, up you dumb marks. Them. They're booing him. They're standing on the seats, booing him. He's getting the heat. Stop with this conspiracy theory, turning the mics down and turning the crowd noise up. Stop. Stop. Just enjoy the product. Um, Mommy is obviously over. Jey Uso, he's infatuated with the thought that Rhea's a fan of his. Uh, and obviously, you know, we're he's a bit we're big fans of Jay as well, and yes. he's probably really excited about that. Um, at number two, Samoa Joe being used to the best of his ability. The guy can talk. He's a killer. He's believable. And now I'm happy that he's going to be in the main event um, wrestling for the, I believe it's for the world championship. I think that was the eliminator tournament on collision. Yep. Um, He beat Penta. So now he's in the finals against, well, he has to go against Roderick Strong first, but I'm sure we'll see where that goes. And I think I have a good idea who's going, who's going over. Um, And then at number one, and this was the greatest thing that popped me. And I put this on Twitter already and we need to put it on the pod. Nick, a little bit more work for you. Sorry, but the TKO Vince McMahon picture. With him with the mustache, with the shadow behind him, and the jet black hair. Oh, my God. I was laughing. I was looking at that, and I could not stop laughing. That is one of the most unbelievable pictures of all time. Just looking at leaning forward. He was big stash, slick
0: back black hair, just just jet black. Like opacity to 100 in Photoshop. Just like oh, clone tool. Man. Clone tool using every tool under the sun to make this guy look like he's 50. But Vinnie Mac just looked like a million bucks, and then the gift that came out of him doing the Hogan, like on thing, like all the other Stooges just sitting there, all those billionaires just sitting there, like acting all proper and shit, and Vinnie Mac just working the crowd with the jet black brown hair now that all of a sudden just came out of nowhere, and he's just like, he's just like, oh, I'm in the Superdome, brother. Let me hear. Oh, it. Let me hear the John it. the John Waters stash with the slick back I still don't hair. get the stash. I still don't get the stash, but it's, no, like, it's cause he can,
1: cause he can. I guess just can. cause he it
0: fucking is. can. Maybe we should come on one day and get some stashes. I don't know. We'll uh, I do I grow up. I'm fooling around with a little beard right now. Yeah, it looks um, good. Like a little five o'clock, little little rough. Yeah, I got a good, question. I got good. good. I got a good beard. I don't have many, I don't have patches. I got I got good That's uh, good yeah, good good genetics when it comes to like the facial stuff like that, right? 38 years old looking pretty good with the damn shades on. Anyway, actually over for me. Okay, this is another one that might get some controversy. Okay? Cuz uh I'm a fan of this whenever this happens, but I know a lot of people just despise this woman. Nia Jax returned. And you know what? I don't care what any of you says. That women's mm-hmm. division needs a big dog like Nia Jax, okay? Yep. Like Piper Nevers there, I get it, but she's not Nia Jax. Just doesn't have the same vibes. Nia Jax has actual heat with the audience for whatever reason they think they know, right? Even though she was at, yeah, well. she, she was in Charlotte's wedding, by the way. She was a bridesmaid. So you can put that to rest with the whole, like, oh, she was feuding with Charlotte. She was in her wedding. Shut up. She also looks good. She also lost some weight. She's been putting mm-hmm. in the work. You can tell. I've been following her. And I follow her on Instagram. She's been putting in the work to make sure that, you know, get herself healthy. And I think it showed. You could clearly tell a difference, like, you know, with, with her. You know, she's a big girl. You know, she knows that she's like damn near six feet tall. But she, I thought she looked great. And guess what? That's what Rhea Ripley needs. Rhea Ripley doesn't need people that you could just stomp on and destroy. And it's not believable for them to beat us. Mm. You know, like Candace LeRae is not going to come in and like go go toe to toe with Rhea Ripley. You need someone like Nia Jax. You need someone bigger than than Rhea Ripley. And Nia Jax fits the damn bill. Okay, Mm. You know, and she also has bloodline ties. Mm. So you never know you never ever know know. no it's this this
1: whole thing oh she's she stinks she's not good in the you know what she's big she's she looks the part and she's got she poses an actual threat like you said to rhea ripley a real credible threat it's
0: like oh she hurts she hurts the girls well listen again i never taken a bump i don't know what's safe and what's not i really don't but what i do know is that she's legitimately like way bigger than these girls like I'm, i'm sorry but like something's going to happen, you know, like, I mean, like, relax everyone. Like she's hey. like when Brock Lesnar is throwing Johnny Gargano around the ring, no one's like, he's reckless. No, I like, look at Brock. He's suplex city bitch. But when Nia mm-hmm. Jax does it and something happens, everyone's like, she's unsafe, fire her. Screw you, dude. Screw you, dude. Yep. People should keep their jobs. Mm-hmm. That isn't just a group of wrestlers. And two, and two things
1: on that point is she hurt, she hurt Becky Lynch. Obviously you never want to hurt anybody. Made her career to be safe. Made her career. Got her as over as possible. But then the other thing, the other thing I know for a fact, I know for an absolute fact that Nia Jax has been putting in the work. So let's see how she does. Let's see. She's been put, not just in the weight room, not just getting herself in better shape, but also in ring work. She's been putting in that work as well. I know for an absolute fact that she has not revealing any sources, but I know that she has. So let's see. Let's see. Maybe she took the time to get a little bit better. And it could, it, she could be a mainstay in that women's division.
0: Yep. And the other thing that's actually over to me is my boy, Ricky Starks, with this line during his promo, he goes, I've graduated from now being hungry to now being greedy. And also mm. in that promo, you notice that him and Big Bill are dressing alike now. Big Bill comes out with the black slacks on and like the little like the cutoff of like, uh, you know, those those high end Hawaiian shirts. I like the presentation that got going there, and that's what you need. Ricky Starks is so damn over and he's so young and he's just like to me he's he's a guy that's gonna have that that title one day he's so over for W for Jesus Christ for AEW that like and he now he's in a feud with with Brian Danielson and this is Mm -hmm. exactly where we need to get they had the crazy strap match at all out i was there it was brutal and now they're continuing the story that whole thing is over to me i finally think that aew they're over right now getting the punk news in the rear view mirror and they're moving forward samoa joe in a prime time spot ricky stark's in a prime time spot they're using the guys that they got to get them over and to put them in the forefront that's over to me um, Ben, anything else, or can we move on to the most yep, let's, the let's
1: move part? on to the be- the best segment in, in uh, professional? The best segment
0: media. in all of pro wrestling media is that's not going to work for me, brother. These are things that just would not work for Hulk Hogan at any point in time in the wrestling business. And Ben, kicking it to you, what do you got?
1: Yep, so uh, this was in the news. This was from I saw this in ringside news. They reported it that uh, actually Paul White is being investigated for being on the gas, brother. He's being investigated right now. We're in the year 2023 and someone's still being investigated. And it was something when he was back in WWE and they're investigating with in this biogenesis thing, whatever this dumb gimmick. He's a you giant. You know what? You know what? He's a giant and it's professional wrestling. Let's get over it. Let's get over it. if he's doing it safely and he's doing it through doctors, whatever. Let the guy rock. He's a big guy. Believe me, it's hard to keep up an aesthetic as a big guy. And he's extremely big. He's and so he's trying to keep up an aesthetic, he's trying to long and long, he's trying to lengthen his career. So how about we just let him be? in a Hulkster, he wouldn't play that. You know, remember the 92 steroid trials, Hulk on the stand. He he's not this, you know what? We're brother, we're trying to get we're trying and to get our looks across. We're trying to get our looks across. We want to be larger than life. We're trying to sell something here. I'm making the most money for this damn company in the history of this damn company. Let us. Let us do what we want. If we're doing it safely, under doctor's orders, that's fine. So all this investigation over the gas, over the gear, over the juice – that ain't going to work for me, brother.
0: If he's taking like, you know, like a thousand milligrams or CCs or whatever the fuck that shit is of like trend. Okay. I get it. Maybe we should investigate that a little bit, but I don't think that's the case. Listen, no. let, let the big guy just do what he wants. He's a big bastard. It's not that easy. Can't be a ima- man. I can't imagine being that size at that age. We have to take in all those bumps, all those careers, give the guy some slack and just relax everybody. Let the guy enjoy his life. It's the glory days right now for old Paul white over there. Um, For me, so I go back to my credential event at the Wrestling Showcase. And I know that the Hulkster has been sober now. He's looking good. He's looking lean. You know, he hasn't been drinking. But there were no vodka at this event. There was no booze at this event. Your boy, at some point, was like, man, I need to, you know, take this from zero to 60. And I was basically just, like, sipping, like, you know, monster energy drinks. That's not going to work for me, brother. If you want the Me Pop Express to be there, man, at an indie sh- at like an indie show, you got to give me something. You got to give me some Trulies. You got to give me some High Noons, some White Claws, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, man. I got to get it pumping through the veins. That's not going to work for me, brother, because I went there and I was a thirsty and I was mm-hmm. thirsty and I was not planning on just drinking straight up vitamin waters. Okay. So it caught me by surprise. But anyway, um if we're coming to an indie show let's let the meat pop express know, especially the small guy me you know i don't get out much listen i don't get Mm -hmm. out much just trying to have a good time Let us know. that's not going to work for me brother um let us us know but let's get our shit in too ben so let's kick let's finish off the show here with get our shit in let's plug the shit out of ourselves and and also anything else we got going
1: on All right, so I'll start it off this weekend. Tomorrow, I'm going back to my old stomping grounds. Burlington, Vermont. No former UVM men's basketball player. Uh, We got a big big show. First Friday night, we have one in Rutland, Vermont. About an hour, hour and a half south of Burlington. But Saturday night, the big show. The main event is old BTBB, Big Trouble. Ben Bishop, the one you come to see. The one made for TV. Meat popping, jaw dropping, never jobbing. And I'm facing off against former, former Impact wrestling champion steve macklin oh macklin friend of the friend of the show diana perrazzo they're married friend of the show so we're gonna have, you know we 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 know each other i mean looking forward to this match the good test good test for old big trouble here going against one of the top stars in impact so can't wait for that one that's this weekend september 15th in rutland september 16th in burlington vermont if any meat sticks if any of you are up in burlington vermont you're up that way Come catch the show. World of Hurt Wrestling. Going to be a hell of a show. 7daytickets.com to get your tickets for that.
0: Hell yeah, man. For, for me, I think that there's a show coming to New Jersey again. I think it maybe It might be a creative pro show. If that's the case, if my wife allows me to go, I will be there, of course, to make sure that I'm bringing in the hard-hitting journalism. Um, but this is important. This Get My Shit In is important because, listen, we've got momentum here. Okay. This show we are resonating we're hearing you guys you guys are asking about merch you're asking about hey are you on Apple and yeah. Spotify. I'll let you know right now. At the time of this recorded we are on Spotify 100%. I just looked it up. Apple still working on that some bitch. It's giving me issues. But I don't know why but I'm going to figure it out hopefully by the time this drops that it, it's up and it's on Apple. But listen, we need your support. We need you to keep you know, review us wherever the hell you can review us. Whether it's if we're on Apple, review us there. If we're on Spotify and they take reviews, review us there. Make sure that you're subscribing on YouTube. Make sure you're leaving comments on all of our videos. And we're going to try and bring more and more. If you guys want to see something, you want to see more of the Me Pop Express, let us know. Also, if you're a pro wrestler, if you have a promotion, and you want the just the most entertaining guys to help level up your show, friggin' invite us. We'll show up. Mm X premier streaming network what happened when uh you know one half of the meat pop express they didn't even get the whole act okay they didn't even get the attraction but ben's six foot 12 he's 15 percent of a metric ton what the hell are we doing here like i he wasn't even there like people couldn't even see me in the damn crowd but i was there and i was entertaining and i was asking the people the damn questions they want to be answered so make sure you follow us everywhere we are officially everywhere at meat pop express please follow us there follow ben at big trouble bb everywhere follow me at Nikki the good everywhere follow us let's keep growing this thing let's bring it to the next level and ben i'm exhausted that was a long dialogue i just gave you got anything that was a good that was a
1: good one nothing else so the sign offline keep it positive keep it trucking and keep the shades on because the sun never sets on a cool guy and for me later marks